evening. It is Sunday, February 28th, and welcome to the premiere show of Your Sunday Psychics with me, Rebecca Fisk, and Stephanie Gerard. We are super excited uh, to be here tonight uh, with our premiere show. And uh, so, first of all, hi, Stephanie, how are you tonight? (laughs) I'm recovering. I'm wow. How are you? <laughs> yes, and we'll, we'll get to that in just a few minutes. Stephanie's going to talk about yes. what you know what what's gone on with her very special week. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> so let me just kind of give you a little bit of information about how we're going to be, uh, you know, what the format's going to be for the show. So, for those of you who are our regulars, you know, thank you so much. We really appreciate all of you. Those of you who are new to the show, welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, Stephanie I, and I both love the work that we do, and we're so grateful for all of you to show up because you give us an opportunity to do what we love. So we are both really, really grateful from the bottom of our hearts for all of you showing up here with us today. So, you know, again, this is our premiere show. We're going to try it out tonight, and uh, for the most part, we'll follow this format so you kind of know what to expect. Um, you know, we're going to talk a little bit. We're going to chat a little bit about how our weeks have been because Stephanie does not live where I live. <laughs> and uh, so we're going to catch up a little bit first and talk about some things that have gone on for us in our week. Um, we're going to talk about something that we're grateful for uh, from the previous week, and then we're going to talk about an intention for the coming week. And um, for those of you who are interested in asking a question, if you press uh, one on your keypad, that, that will tell Garrett, our producer, that you're interested in asking a question. And so you'll hear Garrett come on the line um, off of the air and ask you your name and the topic uh, category for your question. That's all that Garrett needs to let Stephanie and, and I know uh, what the topic category is. But, but then, you know, we'll have you ask us the one specific question. And so the really cool thing about this show is that you get two different readings um, in one show. And so this is a very unusual format, um, but we're excited to do it, and we love doing this. And, um, yeah, we're just super, super excited to be here. So before we get too far into this, um, one of the things that I want to talk about is if you want to schedule a private session with Stephanie, her website is whitelight.love. If you'd like to schedule a private reading with me, my website is RebeccaFisk.com. So we both offer our own private sessions. We also are doing something unique as well, and that is we offer uh, joint readings. And we have a special COVID rate. Uh, If you mention that you're also a Blog Talk listener, that's also very helpful for you. Uh, And so... um, we're, we're both excited, so I don't know if you can tell in my voice tonight, if you, for those of you who've listened to my show before, I'm super, <laughs> super, super excited. <laughs> um, okay, so and before we get too far in this, I just want to say hey to Garrett, our producer. He is amazing and you know, kind of does all the nuts and bolts and everything behind the scenes for us and makes it possible for us to do this. So Garrett, so, so, so grateful. Thank you, thank you. Thank Yay, you. I'm so glad to be here with you, ladies. Thank you. Well, thank yay. you. Oh, yay. All right. So, um, Stephanie, how are you? How was your week? <laughs> well, which part? Well, let's see here. I had a very interesting week. I ran into myself in a wall 
of um, a certain amount of frustration and ran into one issue and I ended up facing myself. So that's interesting because, you know, when we work with people, it's one thing to share this information and help people through it. But when it's our turn, it feels like it's triple magnified and more. So, but, but it ended up being a very good thing. But more importantly, <laughs> I can't say even that. The most exciting thing that seemed to happen was yesterday. So yesterday morning, Rebecca and I were chit-chatting on the phone, and we were actually touching on bases of, as far as tonight's program goes. And, and then we were also just talking about life in general. So during our conversation, I heard something, this really loud noise, and I thought, oh, it's the snow plows, because, again, I live up here in Anchorage, Alaska. And as beautiful as it is, we still have a lot of snow. And I thought, oh, the snow plows are in the neighborhood. And it sounded like more than one snow plow. And mind you, these things are giant. They're not the little trucks with the blade on the front. These are like huge structures. <laughs> and it sounded like a couple of them. And the next thing I know, now the house starts shaking. It's like someone grabbed a hold of it. And so I'm on the phone with Rebecca. And first I said, oh, the snow plows are out. Yay. And then here came the earthquake. And I live at the foothills of the Chugach Mountains. And so to feel that impact, number one, I have, I have been through my own earthquakes, especially there in California a couple of years ago. <laughs> but to be in this earthquake and to hear it coming, that was new. That scared me. So Rebecca's telling me, okay, breathe, breathe. And I'm like, I don't want to breathe. Uh, this is scary. <laughs> so the whole house shook. And it ended up being a 5.3, you know, which after the California 7 point whatever, it's like, oh, that it still didn't feel as strong as that one. But it was only 13 miles away, the epicenter. So it was rather jarring. And I was grateful to be on the phone with Rebecca because she helped talk talk me through this, help me to breathe, calm down. And it took a little bit, probably, I don't know, five, ten minutes before I finally said, I think it's quiet. So what's mm -hmm. interesting was, you know, Rebecca shared with me earlier today, she said, you know, the earthquake went right through you. And after that, I was done. I was done for the day at what, 10 o'clock in the morning, 11 o'clock in the morning. But, um, but you know, I will say this, though, I'm grateful for Mother Earth, and I'm grateful because this past week I really did have a personal earthquake, a personal crisis um, on a different matter, or so it felt, and it was more of the issue of, you know, look in the mirror, let's talk to her, let's see what's going on here. So it definitely rocked me to the core, and it shook me loose, though, because one of my key words recent, in recent days has been, getting unstuck. Mm -hmm. So this was Mother Earth's message to me of Stephanie, tap, tap, here. Oh, Stephanie, are you there? Her call dropped. You know, it does that okay. in Alaska every once in a while. In She'll Alaska, call right back. It does. Yes, she will call back in. Okay, so to the listeners, so she's in Alaska, and one of the drawbacks about being in a place that has such a cold climate and, you know, and being, you know, not as heavily populated as some of these other metropolitan areas like me being in Southern California, uh, the calls drop. 
So it's not uncommon when Stephanie and I have a conversation, is, you know, for the call to drop and we call each other back. And, you know, sometimes it happens a few times and sometimes we actually get through a whole conversation without that happening. So uh, anyway, I'm sure she'll call right back in and uh, come back and continue the show. So uh, anyway, what, one of the things that was interesting, too, is that this is the second time that Stephanie and I have been on the phone when she has experienced a, a fairly good-sized earthquake. So uh, the one that she was speaking of that happened in California that was, that was really big, I was also on the phone with her, and uh, that was a couple of years ago. So, uh, you know, i, I got to be careful here because <laughs> we joke around a lot about, you know, what kind of energy are we creating, right? <laughs> anyway, welcome back. Hi. Hi. So you got unstuck. I did. And that, that, that's been a beautiful keyword. That's the bottom line. So that was a message received and it paralleled the frequency of my, what this past week has been. And, you know, sometimes getting in stuck can feel super uncomfortable. And yet the end result is we're still upright and it shakes loose what we don't need. So that's beautiful. It's beautiful. It is beautiful. Mm-hmm. You know, and actually, it's interesting because um, one of the things that I have been experiencing, and I know, Stephanie, you know, I've been going through a lot of growth. I've done a lot of work on myself, especially in this yeah. last year, uh, because COVID has been a great time to just go, okay, you have to shut everything down. You're home. There's really no place to go but within. And it, it's like you said, that becoming unstuck can be really uncomfortable, and I certainly have had that experience myself. Um, but it's interesting, I, you know, I have clients who will call them, they'll say, well, you know, no, you, you know, you have your act together, and you don't have these issues, and you probably never experienced this. And it's like, are you kidding? You know, the reason that we have compassion for those who are going through it and can help them is because we've been through it ourselves already. And, you know, so I've had a lot of changes in my life fairly recently as well. And part of it has been, um, you know, really being willing to go into that uncomfortable place because, you know, I have so much clarity now about the patterns that don't work in my life and that I have to make a different choice in order to have a different outcome. And so, you know, I've kind of come into this different level of loving myself, which um, for those of you who were listening to my show before, you know, that whole thing about I, I really, like, did the self-love thing for Valentine's Day, which was really fun. But that was really new for me. And, you know, I talk about, you know, fake it till you make it. Do little things that are loving for yourself until you really get to that place where you are checking in with yourself to see how you feel about circumstances. You're not waiting for someone to validate you. You're looking for your own validation. But... With that being said, I still received some, some opportunities to really look at, are you sure you really want to be this new person? <laughs> um, and that came in the form of people showing up from my past where, you know, we do outgrow people and other people outgrow us. That's part of learning and growing and changing and, you know, hopefully evolving your own soul on your, on your, your life journey. Uh, and so I got a couple of those, like, are you sure you don't want to go back to the old familiar, even though I am the age that I am and it's never worked before? So, you know, my answer to that was, I'm really sure that I want to be this new person. I like this new person. I love this new person. 
And she's been there all along. But it's been a journey of me coming back to finding myself. And so we all have that within us. We all have the child within who has dreams of whoever and whatever we want to be. And somewhere along the way, for some of us, we lose the opportunity to focus on the dreams. You know, that it's that childlike wonder in us that has that, that hope. And then the adult comes in and says, oh, you just got to go get a job so you can pay the bills. So in, in allowing myself to come into this place of self-love, I've also reclaimed that, that little girl within me, and now we're living a joyful life together, the adult me and the child me. So uh, I had something come up just in the last couple of days where, you know, it was like, okay, things are going really well. Is, this, is, is somebody going to pull the rug out from under me? Because I've had that happen so many times. The old familiar patterns wants to go into that place of fear. And, like, you know, it's like I've had that self-sabotage pattern. So, again, you know, clients will say, oh, you don't do this. Oh, yeah, trust me. I used to do the self-sabotaging. But now I've come to this place where I can look at it and go, okay, wait a minute. You feel really uncomfortable in this. What are you really afraid of? And what is the fear about? Because if you're in the fear, you're not in the present moment. So what this whole year has done for me, because I've done a lot more chanting and meditating and going within, is it's taught me that I can come back to the moment of now and that if I'm having anxiety or I'm having fears or I'm having sadness, it's not that I want to ignore the emotions. I want to use the information as a messenger, but I don't have to live there. I can go, oh, this is, I'm getting scared because this is coming up. It's like everything's going well. Is somebody going to pull the rug out from under me? That's my old pattern. So the fear comes up. But then I can actually say, no, where are you right now? You're right here. And right here is a joyful, happy, loving moment. And you get to be in that place. So it's, it takes practice. And, but I still have to practice. And I know Stephanie knows too. <laughs> You know, we're still practicing. We're still practicing as we go. And, um, and, and, and it's a beautiful journey if we allow it. That's the, the, the big takeaway for me has been, you know, recognize what it is, give myself permission to allow it, surrender into it, and then gather myself together back in the center and then move forward. So that's kind of been my – and in some ways it is like getting unstuck. I feel like – you know, that energy of pulling me back of saying, oh, do you, are you sure you don't want this old pattern anymore? I feel like that was another level for me, Stephanie, of getting unstuck. So thank you for that because that, that's a really perfect word. Oh, you're so welcome. You're so welcome. Yes. Yeah, that can ah. feel super intense, can't it? It really oh, could. It's, yeah. uh, it's amazing. It's amazing. And in the process of peeling back the layers, we grow closer to the number one person that matters the most. And you already said it, it's ourself. And that can feel scary too. That's, that's a very vulnerable place to be. But at the same time, it's, it's the person that we can make the best of friends with and everything starts from there. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and I, you know, I talk about this a lot now, fairly recently, but I do this a lot now. And it's, you know, you are the person you're going to spend the rest of your life with. So, mm-hmm. you know, love, love her, like her, embrace her. Um, it's a good thing. Or him, depending on who's listening. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, wow. So, Stephanie, what, <laughs> after this very interesting week, what are you grateful for from this last week? What are you looking back at in gratitude? 
When I look at everything and I look at the levels of discomfort that I experienced and in hindsight, I can look at that and understand these were actually points of growth and they presented the opportunity for me to step up to the plate for myself. And so whether it was speaking my truth or stating a need or softening communication, um, these opportunities, number one, led me back to myself, but secondly, helped me to understand that these various points of growth and discomfort actually opened doors of opportunity because it forced me in a couple of situations to simply let go, let go of certain things that I really did feel tied to. You know, in my mind, some things just needed to be a certain way. And so, again, here I am. Now it's Sunday. Now we're at the, at the end of the week and the beginning of a new week. And I, that's my takeaway is the, the resistance released and opened my mind and heart. And it's like it was a very short tunnel because on the other side of it was this joy and this beautiful unconditional love from those around me who really do care. And um, once I allowed myself to accept that, it was a beautiful place of peace and joy that led me to have my own tears of gratitude. So that's what I bring to the table. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's really, really beautiful. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, it was intense. But good. Yeah, it was slightly. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, so, and, and what is an intention that you want to set for this week for yourself? My intention is, I'm just finding my right words to express this, to move with the resistance to clear, to gain the clarity. Moving with that, because in the end, the turnaround was so quick and so fast and everything was right there. So I'm setting the intention to move with any resistance that comes up and gain the clarity through it. That's beautiful. And that's a hard one. I mean, I, I love that, that it's, that takes courage, <laughs> but that, yes. that's beautiful. That's beautiful. Thank you. Yeah. What is your intention? Oh gosh. Okay. Let's see here. You know, my intention is to just get comfortable with the new things that are coming up in my life. So, um, you know, it, it is this whole thing of the relationship with myself and then a shifting in the relationships around me. And, um, again, you know, I feel like things are going so incredibly well um, that I want to set the intention that as fears come up, because I know they will, it's as I'm getting into deeper levels of love, then, you know, I, I understand that those old patterns that are so strong may keep coming up. They'll, they'll keep coming up until they don't. So um, I'm aware that they may come up. And so my intention is that if they do come up, um, to allow myself to feel it 
and to bring myself back to center as I did in the last couple of days, but just to keep allowing that process and to keep coming back to that place of, of love and knowing that that is the truth. That's really all there is. It's just the moment. Um, so, so that's my intention for the week. And, um, and then as far as my gratitude, um, you know, what I'm grateful for is, you know, I want to say I'm grateful for my support group. And, uh, you know, I, I'm very fortunate that I have close friends who are very supportive as I go through this growing process. And, you know, not only do they remind me who I am, but they support me in having courage to speak up because that's a new thing for me. It's, I've always had the gift of gab. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> I've always had the gift of gab. But as far as, <laughs> as far as owning who I am and stepping into my center and b- being fully present and being willing to speak up on my own behalf and, you know, speak the truth and not be afraid, uh, because, you know, there were things that happened in my childhood that, that really kind of programmed me to be afraid of speaking up. So, you know, I'm kind of proud of myself that, that I was able to do that. I had a, a few different circumstances in the last few weeks where I had to speak up, and it was really scary, but I did it. And, you know, it's, I, I have so much gratitude for all of the incredible support that I have been receiving and I'm continuing to receive. So that's where my gratitude is for just for all of the support. So beautiful. That's beautiful, Rebecca. Thank you. You covered well, a lot and, of, and of course, with that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and, you know, and thank you to you. Cause uh, you, I mean, you're, you know, I'm very grateful for you in my life and I'm grateful for Garrett too. Very much. Um, we both are. Yay. Yes. Yay. Um, okay. So I think, you know, do you, is there is there anything else that you wanted to add before we get to whatever meditation you want to do tonight? Stephanie is going to either lead a healing or a meditation or some kind of energy work for us tonight. And um, was there anything that you wanted to add before we get to that? I would just like to remind everyone, you know, so Rebecca and I do the work that we do. And like Rebecca shared earlier in the show, you know, folks wonder, well, how do you know all this? And we usually experience it first. And when we move through whatever experience it may be, it really does teach us comprehensive lessons, but it feels more comprehensive in a sense, simply because we're aware of that. And when we work with people, people teach us as well. And we learn even more. So when we experience something, we have a very broad range, a very wide palette of additional experiences tagged onto that one particular situation that may present itself. And so I would simply encourage people, you know, as they're making appointments, setting up appointments to, to connect with either one of us or both of us, Um, One of the things that we do encourage you to do is simply to breathe through whatever is happening in that moment to gain your clarity and then just allow yourself to sit with it and allow the energies to move through you. 
oftentimes I think it's human reaction and response that when we start feeling that icky, squishy feeling that we want to run or yell or something, whereas when we sit still and honor ourselves first and breathe through it, it's a fantastic way to simply bring yourself to center before, you know, again, you can connect with Rebecca or myself or both of us. So just a reminder to sit with it and move with it and breathe. That's really, really important, I think. And it's something that both Rebecca and I have gone through this past week, too. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Growing Very pain. So. But, but the reward is amazing. It's amazing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Wonderful. Well, thank you. Okay, well, yeah. I am gonna I'm gonna sit up straight and put my feet flat on the floor, and I'm ready whenever you are. <laughs> okay. I love having Stephanie do these because they feel so good. And anyway, so go ahead. I'm 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 ready. Okay, okay. Well, everyone, just get cozy where you are. If you want to sit up, lay down, stay relaxed in your recliner. It doesn't matter. Uh, let's. We're just gonna take in one deep cleansing breath. So let's do that right now. Inhale, then hold, and release. Let's just let it all out. And this evening, we're going to do something unique. I have a private group inside of Facebook, and we meet twice a week. And we're going to do a clearing that is done each and every time we meet. So as we are sitting here and we're relaxed and breathing, we're going to have the energies of Creator come in and we're commanding, asking for Creator to come in and just gently, gently, gently bring in that beautiful white light, that healing energy, the energy of love to bring that into our brains. We're going to bring that energy into our left brain, in our right brain. And eventually this energy flows into the infinity symbol, the number eight laying on its side. So just allow yourself to sit with that energy for a moment and feel that figure eight going back and forth gently, gently, gently. And while this energy is going back and forth, Creator is going to check our battery, our pituitary gland. If we need a new pituitary gland, a new battery, that battery change is being done right now through Creator. One moment. And there we go. And so as this is put back in place, We're going to allow ourselves to continue to feel this beautiful figure eight energy moving through our left brain and then the right brain. Now, while that's going, we're going to feel the energy now come up through our feet. This energy is coming up through our feet, up our legs, up through our bodies, up to our crown, the top of our heads. 
And we're going to move that energy back down. And what this energy is doing is simply cleansing and clearing our chakras. We have the known chakras, yet we have chakras also known as energy centers. We have energy centers throughout our entire body. So let's allow this beautiful white light filled with love, bring it down from the top of your head, down through your body, down your arms, out to your fingers. Continue to bring it down through your torso, your hips, your legs, out the bottom of your feet, and just hold on to this energy, hold on to this feeling. Rest in this energy for a moment. And then finally, while this energy is moving, we're going to have Creator come in and cleanse and clear our aura, also known as our energy field. And while this is happening, Creator is releasing any cords, any hooks, any other energetic debris that may be there that is not ours. And all of that is simply being released back up to Creator and transmuted to love and light. And this can feel like a gentle swirl of air, energy going around our bodies. For some, it may feel like a tornado. For others, it's just simply a very gentle, soft, soft energy, just gently releasing, cleaning things up, bringing us back to center. And I am hearing the word complete, so what we will do right now is have Creator come in and simply recalibrate our energies so that we may be fully present within ourselves. Allow yourselves to rest in this energy of love to directly with Creator, through Creator, from Creator. And now let's bring that energy back down from the top of our head and bring it down into our heart center. And let's have this energy rest right here. And now we will take one more cleansing breath. And what this will do is bring us present back into our bodies. So right now let's take a nice, long, deep breath in. And hold. And now release that energy back out. And as this releases, wiggle your fingers, wiggle your toes. We're all back feeling present now. We're back in our chairs. We're laying on our bed. All right. And so it is. Welcome back. Wow. Thank you. That was amazing. (laughs) Great. Awesome. I know. I always ask Garrett, Garrett, how are you doing? (laughs) 
I know. <laughs> exactly. That was Garrett, by the way, folks. <laughs> Garrett or it could have been a, just a heavy breather. We don't know yet. <laughs> oh, but we know you, you have the, We know you. Okay. <laughs> or the foot massager is going again. Yeah. <laughs> That's a great thing. All right. Well, uh, just a reminder, uh, if you'd like to schedule a private session with Stephanie, her website is whitelight.love. If you'd like to schedule a private session with me, my website is rebeccafisk.com. You can find links to both of our websites in the link to this show tonight. So uh, Garrett has so graciously um, added those links right into that page. So you can just click right on there and send us an email if you're interested in setting up a private session. So, Stephanie, what do you think? Are you ready to take some calls so we start answering some questions? I think so. I think we're ready to rock and roll here. Yeah, yeah, let's do yeah. it. Okay, let's, do okay. It. let's go. Garrett, okay. Awesome. So, again, just a reminder, um, as uh, Rebecca and Stephanie are answering the callers tonight, I'm going to call on, uh, I'll be screening other callers asking for your first name and topic. Don't need the whole story, first name and topic, and that'll be it. And our first call is Vernell. I think Vernell is a first-time caller, and she's calling about her son. Welcome to the show. Go ahead, please. Hello. Um, thank you all for taking my call. Um, yeah, um, I have four sons. Uh, I'm calling about my second oldest um, who lives in Florida. Um, my youngest son, who's autistic, lives live in Florida, too. Um, but anyway, um, my son um, that, that um, I'm calling about, uh, his name is Kenneth. Um, he, he works at Walmart, and um, he's been working there for quite a few years. And, um, you know, they keep um, changing his position and giving him a whole lot of responsibilities. And, and I don't know if it's uh, that they don't want to hire more people or, or whatever, um, but they're really working them. And I'm wondering if um, if he would, you know, get another job that, that would um, pay him well and, that he will he will have this job for quite a quite a long time. Okay, uh, Stephanie, do you want to go ahead and go first? Sure. Um, yes, it's nice to meet you. Thank you so much for calling in this evening. Um, while you were talking, it's interesting because with this particular son, he works really hard. I do. I see a change. What I was being shown, the picture I saw, was of him already working at another company. And I'm asking, um, how far down the road is this? And it looks like somewhere within the next three months, he's going to be doing something different. Um, What also comes through is, I know he's working retail at the moment. This is going to be a change into something entirely different. Now, what I'm seeing is, for some reason, I keep hearing the word electrician, but I believe part of this describes his personality, where he is a people person, he knows how to interact with people in a management style type way. Um, He understands humans. He is very, very smart. He is excellent with psychology. He he can hear the first five words a person says, and he's already got a real fast assessment 
of the kind of person they are. He also is very empathic. He picks up on people's energies. So this is one of the reasons why they continue to accelerate his growth where he is at right now, able to handle that level of responsibility. Um, But like I say, I'm seeing a complete shift of an entirely different career field. He's very good with people, yet he's already tired of it. Because, and this is the angle that I'm seeing, because he is so sensitive empathically and intuitively, he is searching for work elsewhere where he's less stimulated by people. He also Mm -hmm. runs a lot of energy. Um, I am an energy healer, and so I can feel his energy. So it would suit him well to work uh, more or less independently, yes, with a team, but one that disperses. Um, It it will have to do something with um, technology, possibly the cell phone technology. There's something around the quote-unquote communication aspect having to do with humans and related to that. Um, He's very powerful. He would also be the type of person, um, if he were a church person, he would actually make a fantastic pastor. So it's just he's not really considering that or looking at that. Regardless, I see this change coming. But it's not for a good 90 days, so March, April, May. So that puts us into late springtime is what I'm seeing. Mm -hmm. He will be able to set that down. It's just that when he does depart, he'll feel guilty. And he'll be relieved about the job, but he'll have less care about the job when he departs and more care Mm -hmm. about the people he leaves behind because he has such a big heart. His heart is bigger than he is. I mean, he's amazing. He's a beautiful soul, but he's also so Mm -hmm. overstimulated. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, so his self-care, you know, whatever he can do away from people, whether it's taking a walk after work, you know, in the quiet of the night or just, you know, listening to music late at night, something. Uh, Self-care is really critical for him right now because if he doesn't do that, there could be a tipping point. But that wouldn't be for a very long time yet. So anyway, but the new position is coming. It's going to be something entirely different that he's never done before. And he will learn of it from a friend of a friend. It's going to be one of Uh those. So it, it will serve him well and Yes to the money. Yes, he can live a more independent life. And then he can have a stronger choice as far as does he want to be around people or not. And that's the primary reason is because he is so sensitive, energetically speaking. Yeah, uh-huh. that's that's what comes through for me. Rebecca, what do you get? Um, okay, so first of all, Brunel, you know, thank you for the question. You know, take some deep breaths because I can tell that you, you're really upset about this. You're very worried about him. And so, mm-hmm. um, you know, remember that when we have a worry, the very best thing we can do is turn it into a prayer because worry just kind of, you know, makes us feel bad inside and it doesn't actually do anything. It doesn't benefit anyone. So if you mm-hmm. actually stop for a second and take a breath and, you know, say a prayer, whatever that is, you know, I do a visualization of laying people in God's lap or in Mother Mary's lap, or I do another visualization where I imagine that I'm picking the person up 
and, and, and mm-hmm. picking them up and putting them above my head. And I watch these big white light hands come down and take the person out of my hands. And to me, I'm putting them in God's hands. So because all prayers are heard, even if we don't think they are, they're still the most powerful way to help anyone at any time. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and, and so, you know, the thing is that Kenneth is, is obedient. He is somebody who wants to learn. One of the reasons he hasn't made any changes yet is because, you know, there's a part of him that's thinking, oh, I can still learn something here. But I do feel like there was some kind of change in December and that it hasn't let up since. And so mm-hmm. it, there is this energy of him being exhausted and overworked and, you know, not feeling very appreciated, but it's almost like he doesn't even have time to think about this stuff. He's just trying to keep up. So mm-hmm. the changes are coming, but part of it is, you know, as Stephanie was saying, it's like he, he doesn't necessarily like to leave people behind. Um, he doesn't want to let anyone down. That's really strong in him. Mm-hmm. And, again, it's, it's like, you know, you have to go where you're led to be. He, there's a feeling that he really believes that. Mm-hmm. But he also gets to make his own choices. You know, God helps those who help themselves. So, Mm-hmm. You know, this is a beautiful time for him to step back and kind of start looking at what does he really want to be doing. So, yeah, I think mm-hmm. that there are some big changes coming for him. I feel like, you know, once he gets into this other new position, and I also feel like I'm hearing June, so it, it's coming very soon. And I feel like by September, he's going to be so happy. So it's mm-hmm. all coming, but there, but there are some things he is learning from this current situation that will be life lessons for him. He is really good at learning, and he likes to learn, but he also takes the information, and then he keeps it. And you don't realize mm-hmm. he's paying as much attention as he is, and then later on he'll mm-hmm. say something, and it's like, oh, you were actually paying attention when we had that conversation. He doesn't miss <laughs> much. He picks up on everything. So, you know, mm-hmm. it's you know, he's, he's super, super lucky to have a mom like you who cares so much about him. Um, and you really have given him a great foundation. Uh, so again, I hear this, this energy of obedience and wanting to learn everything that he can learn. He figures I'm here. I might as well learn what I can, but he is getting tired. Mm -hmm. And I feel like by next month, he'll finally say, okay, mom, I'm really ready to start looking and getting out of here. So he may not be there quite yet, but he's just about there. So be patient, say uh-huh. your prayers for him. Things are only going to get better for him. So, you know, thank you so, okay. so much for the question tonight. Okay, thank you all for um, I'll taking my call and answering for me. You're very thank you, Vernal. You're so welcome. All the best. Lots of blessings. Have a great Bye-bye. night. Thank you, Vernal. Love first-time callers. That's awesome. Um, speaking yeah. of getting unstuck, ladies, we have Elizabeth calling tonight, and she wants to get unstuck. Welcome to your Sunday Psychics. Go ahead, Elizabeth. Hi, can you hear me okay? I'm using my headphones. Is that okay? Oh, yeah. We can hear you beautifully. Fantastic. Thank you. Um, First of all, thank you so much for a beautiful meditation and a wonderful show. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure to discover you today. Um, Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Um, I am actually here. Okay, I'm going to take my headphones out. Okay. Um, I felt like I wanted to call in because I've wanted to lay the groundwork for getting my body in a good place and getting a new job and eventually finding a new partner. But I'm, I feel like I'm taking two steps forward and three steps back. I don't know. And so I'm not sure what to do to create more 
right direction momentum or even where to start looking to get on a path that I can hold on to and move forward. I guess part of the feeling of stuck is just feeling like I'm guessing and everything. Yeah. Well, okay, I'm going to say, and, and I hope you don't mind, Stephanie, I'm going to go ahead. <laughs> you, <laughs> let me just tell you, you have come to the right place, and thank you, God, for bringing Elizabeth to us today, uh, because we both have been oh, exactly wow. where you are. We have both been oh, where cool. you are. And so, so the most important thing is, first of all, you know, I want to acknowledge that there's a lot of sadness for you, that there's, there's you know, I don't want to say fear, it doesn't feel like that, but there's, there's almost some frustration um, that you haven't figured this out already, because you're somebody who, who likes to learn, you figure, out the, you figure out the information, you apply it, and things move. And so yeah. you, you've had a very successful life doing that. But when it comes to yourself and your own love for you and how do you get out of your own way, because you're really good at helping everyone else, you are the, this, this very gentle, loving, but strong person. And people lean on you because of who you are, but you haven't figured out how to lean on yourself, okay? And so there is this sadness, and I just want to acknowledge that. You know, give yourself permission to feel what you feel. Okay, and so, um, so you talked about how you, you want to focus on your body and you want to get a new job and you want to work on relationships. Okay, so as we said earlier in the show, the number one relationship that's important is your relationship with yourself. And I will tell you from my own experience, I spent so much of my life looking for validation from other people. Oh, I did this. Do you like it? Does that make me worthy? Does it make me enough? Does it, if you like it, then I must be likable or I'm doing something right. And I had, to find, I had to practice coming back to myself where it's like, no, it doesn't matter what that person thinks. How do I feel about it? Am I proud of myself for what I did? And so there are so many little techniques that you can do. But, but I, so, I mean, I'm, by the way, we give homework. So, um, okay, I have a notebook. I'm ready. Okay, good. Okay, so the first thing that, and I'm just going to kind of throw some things out at you, but, you know, the very first thing is do something for you every day, something that is just for you when you are not extending any energy out to anyone else. It is only for you, okay? So, like, I can, an example in my own life, I love taking baths. In fact, I'm thinking, oh, I haven't done that in a while. I need to do that. It's something I have not done for myself. But I love baths, and I have this really beautiful Tiffany lamp that is really soft light in there because I don't really like to do the candles um, because I don't have any place to put them, really, is <laughs> the bottom line. Um, but So I have this beautiful soft light, and I have these beautiful Epsom salts that – that smell like almond and, you know, so, and I, I'll go in there and I'll soak in there. And it's like my kiddo knows, leave mom alone. She's in the tub. It's my time for me. I don't talk to anybody. I get to meditate. I can sit in there as long as I want to sit in there. Sometimes I turn the water back on and keep the water back up. But I stay in there for half an hour because it's for me. Now, there are other things that I do that fill me up. I have a friend I walk with regularly and we're great friends and we have a wonderful time. However, I'm still exchanging energy with her. Even though it feels supportive and great, there's an energy exchange. I don't want that. What I'm saying for this part is it's something you do only for you. So you're not extending any energy out to anyone else. You're just doing something that's loving for you. And so, you know, I tell people, set a timer for 30 minutes, at least 30 minutes a day. You know, sometimes I take a nap. Sometimes I read a book. Sometimes I decide I want to do an extra meditation 
or sometimes I want to listen to a podcast or I take a bath. But those 30 minutes are for me to recharge my own batteries, whatever that is. So that's, I want to say that this is so important because making yourself a priority will start to shift everything. It's a domino effect. When you come back to this is my time, because a lot of this is about boundaries. Boundaries are so incredibly important. And when we feel like we're stuck, it's like a lot of times it's because we've been spending our life basically pleasing everyone else and not pleasing ourselves. Okay? So that's the first thing is doing what I call soul treats. Do your soul treat every single day. Okay? That's the first thing. The next thing is, you know, you talked about how you want to get your body in a different place. Focus on what yeah. that is. And, and, you know, this is also something from my own experience. You know, I've had issues with having way too much weight on my body. And I say that as, an, as, as a healthy, you know, as in a, this is a healthy context, okay? And so there mm-hmm. were many years it's like, oh, I want to diet because I want to be this size and I want to wear the bathing suit and I want to do all that stuff. But it was always about everything else outside of me or, oh, that guy's really cute. I want to lose some weight and see if I can get his attention. It's like, no. I finally got myself into a really, really healthy place. And this is just in the last couple of years. And the the impetus was I injured my knee. And I went to the doctor and my doctor said, hey, you know, this is, you can fix this. I can fix this. But you've got a bigger problem. And the bigger problem is you're carrying enough weight on your body that if you don't do something about it, you're going to get arthritis. So the impetus Mm -hmm. for me wasn't about my looks at all. It was, oh, I don't want arthritis. Okay, I'm going to work on my body. I want my body to be healthy. So I tried these different things, and I found a lifestyle that works for me. It makes me feel good. I have enough energy. I take vitamins. I have my own little routine, and it's my routine because I am not like anyone else. We all have to find our own routine. So I want to frame this for you that you give yourself permission to find a lifestyle that supports how you want to feel. Because when you come from that place, you're taking the judgment out of it. We're so good at judging ourselves when it comes to our bodies. It's like you you deserve to have a really efficient, great feeling vehicle with which to experience this beautiful life. Okay? Okay. So give yourself permission to try different things to find what lifestyle works for you. Okay, so that's the second thing. Um, The next thing that I want to suggest is journal a little bit every day. Journaling gives us an opportunity to get back in touch with who we are and how we feel. We spend so much of our lives kind of numb and and, and going through the motions of the demands that our lives have instead of being able to come from the place of how do I feel about this and what do I want to be doing today. So journaling will really help. Um, I don't want to take all of the time. There's, you know, there's some other things you can do. I'm a big advocate for list writing. I wrote a little book called The List Tools to Create the Life of Your Dreams. I think it's $2.99 on, on Amazon on a Kindle version. And basically there are a whole bunch of tools and techniques to start creating Um, a very clear picture about the goals you want to make and how you can get there, okay? So the thing is you can apply these tools and techniques to every area of your life, relationship, um, lifestyle, 
uh, a new career. You can do that with every single thing, these list writings. It's about getting really clear about what that looks like, what it feels like. You don't have to know how you're going to get there, but you have to know where you want to go. Okay? So, um, so also, I just want to say to you, um, somehow the, the number seven is very significant regarding relationship for you. So I don't know if that's the month of July. I don't know if it's seven months, seven weeks. Uh, you know, but the number seven is coming up as very significant for you around relationships. And I do feel like there's been a lot of disappointment for you. I don't feel like you're stuck in heartache with it. I just feel like you've had so much disappointment around relationship. It's kind of like there's a piece of you that goes, oh, do I even really want that right now? So, you know, I want to say to you with that, come back to the relationship with yourself. Because when your relationship with yourself is where you want it to be, when you love your life, you're going to have the kind of relationship that you've always wanted. And so all of this stuff, it's like you have a beautiful, clean slate right now, and you get to set up everything that you want and intend what you want. And, it, it, the, you know, it's, I feel excited for you because it's like, no, I mean, I can't wait. I'm hearing like two years from now, we're going to have a conversation. They're going to be like, oh, my gosh, I love my life, and all this stuff's going great, and you guys said, <laughs> and it's coming. Where you are right now is the most difficult place. This is You've already done the hard stuff. Now you've got this beautiful horizon in front of you, this beautiful blank canvas, and it's, it's, it's beautiful. So you get to choose what you want. What do you want your life to be like? You get to choose. And basically God is saying, what would you like? We'll bring oh. it to you. Okay? You've got to do the homework. We can tell you, but you've got to do the homework. Okay, I like that. so I'm excited for you, and I can't wait to hear from you about how things are going. And then, you Thank know, of you. course, let us know how can we be how we can be supportive. Um, I did not. The phone broke up when you mentioned your book, and I want to write it down. What was it called? Oh, okay. It's called The List: Tools to Create the Life of Your Dreams. If you just write The List and my name, Rebecca Fisk, uh, it'll come up. It's like two dollars and ninety nine cents on Kindle, but there's a lot of information. It's a you'll read it in about an hour, hour and a half. But the exercises yeah. work, and everything that's in there is work that I did. And, it, you know, one of the things is that if I tell people to do something, it's either something that I have done or I will say I haven't done it, but this is, this is the source. So the things that are in that book are tools and techniques that I have done in my own life, and I know they work because they worked in my life. Nice. Okay. So, I like that. Anyway, thank you. All right. Thank you, Elizabeth. Um, Stephanie? Thank you. Yes. Hi, Elizabeth. It's um, lovely to meet you, and I love everything that Rebecca shared with you. So what comes to mind is two things for me, um, you know, in addition to what Rebecca has already shared with you. The first thing is this. um, When I work with people, one thing I like to do is help redirect because even for myself, this really does whether I like it or not, it does help me to get unstuck. And that is in a different list, write down what is working. Start looking at what what is happening right now, right this moment. Well, you know, it can go back to, okay, um, I woke up this morning, um, you know, roof over the head, clothing on the back, whatever it might be, but find five things And do this for seven days. Write down five things each day 
of what is working. Today, the coffee pot graced me with another pot of coffee. Um, Today, I was able to make a pot of stew, and it was wonderful. Look at what is working right here, right now, because what this does, it helps you to get reconnected with you from the standpoint of, oh, I do have a foundation, you see. And the more that you can become self-aware, okay, what is working right now? Well, in this moment, I feel like I don't have a voice. However, it's bringing opportunity to reflect on that. It doesn't mean rabbit hole, but you can write about your self-awareness. I also, you know, I support journaling as well. And believe it or not, I'm (laughs) relatively new to it. I've always written things down, but recently growing to become more consistent with it. So number one, look at what is working each and every day. And I say start with the seven days. The seven is a magical number. So in numerology, it also means your spiritual path and it's a path of money. It also Mm -hmm. is a number where we are um, more or less on our own, but we're not really on our own because we are connected with the divine. We are connected with creator. So once again, look at what is working. Secondly, this is a different way to look at the term boundary. Recently, a very good friend of mine here I had, we were having a conversation, we were talking about personal intense things, and I said, and blah, 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 boundary. And she literally just, she was, it was like she had an aversion to me, and I'm like, what did I do? And she said, you know, I heard a different way to say that. And I said, what is it? She said, your cup, our cup needs to be full. She said, what about what about saying that your cup isn't full? Is it okay to say that? And I said, well, by all means, yes. And so it comes back to much of what Rebecca shared, meaning it is the self-care. What is going on Mm -hmm. with me right now in the sense of it takes us back to point number one, what is working? So this is how this will help support you, I should say, as far as how to fill your cup. So this is how I'm going to feel good about myself. I may feel like A, B, and C, you know, everything, you know, went to pot or whatever. But look at what is working. The more you connect with what is working, that does lead you to begin to fill up your own cup again. And again, in numerology, you can Google it too. The number seven is powerful. And it's a time of... um, quiet. It's a time where we can be around a lot of people, but it's just us and the divine. So that's Mm. what this path is taking you on because it's like kind of like that old cell phone commercial. Do you hear us now? Do you hear us now? Do you hear us now? (laughs) And so, okay, the universe has your attention and, and acknowledge it. Okay. This is one thing that's working. The universe has my attention. Okay. So I'm going to acknowledge each day what is working because by the end of that first week, it really feels like your energy will naturally shift and that's going to bring up your self-confidence, your self-esteem, and then you may try one thing. Maybe you'll simply go for a walk around the block, you know, just something like that. But anyway, that's what comes through and um, please really focus on what is working 
and then begin using that as your launch pad in addition to the self-care. Okay? Thank you. You're welcome. You're so welcome. Thank you, Elizabeth, for your call. Keep us posted. And our next caller, uh, we're on a work here. So, Catherine, you're next. Welcome to your Psychics. You're live with Rebecca and Stephanie. Go ahead, please. Thank you. Thank you so much. And um, like the last caller said, what an amazing um, energy session of clearing that was and a great show. Thank you so much for, for that and for taking my call. You're welcome. Thank you for You're calling. Welcome. Um, my question is, I, I'm an artist and um, I've been honing my craft and I really want it to be um, my livelihood. Um, it's taken a while, so I was wondering um, if you see any breakthrough coming or if I should ask a friend, um, her name is Yolanda, to see if she needs some help um, in her real estate business, if I can maybe join her with that. Um, anything around that, I appreciate. Okay, and Stephanie, do you want to start with this one? Sure. Yes, I would love to. Um, this takes me to a personal experience I had. I understand pursuing your passion as a livelihood. And it's been some time ago now, probably eight, nine years ago. I was in a similar position, and I didn't know what else to do except to take a risk. And my risk was to simply email someone that I knew that was known for her craft, for her gifts. And I thought, well, if I don't do it now, it's never going to happen. And so in a similar way, I thought, well, I'll just, I'll, I'm just going to send this email and see what happens. And by the next morning, there were three opportunities in my email as responses to the one question, which was simply, hi, I'm new to the area. Would you have any suggestions or ideas for me on how I can get out into the world? And it was beautiful because it really did launch and propel me way out in the open, you know, leading to the path where I'm at at present. And so number one, setting your intention for how you would like to go about this. Um, you could also take a risk of, you know, is there an artist that you really like, their craft, whatever it might be, watercolors, photography, ceramics, it doesn't matter, and email them. Reach out, take that risk, and just see what happens. So I would say step number one is take that risk. And even though it may feel really super scary, you know, it's in those places and time that we get super scared and then we finally speak up. Um, that was part of one of my experiences just this past week of getting unstuck. I finally spoke up and went back, and now there is movement forward in one particular area. So that's the first thing. Secondly, um, in terms of connecting with Yolanda, I also work with the pendulum and sharks, and lots of times I like to ask questions. What's the likelihood? You know, what is the percentage of likelihood? And what I'm getting and what comes through with the pendulum is that it would be favorable for you at 70% to reach out because that is also an opportunity 
of being a launch pad for you to display your art, whatever that might be, if that makes sense to you. Um, wow. Also, yes. So that's very strong. Generally speaking, when the numbers come in over 50%, even if it was 55%, there's a very good likelihood it's going to happen. So that's the second thing. Another thing that I see with you, and this is common, because when we love, love, love what we do, there's also a very strong sense of vulnerability that comes with it. Because we know how, we know that we know that we know what we know, how we know. (laughs) We just know. We're all about knowing it. However, it's now in the communication of it. And so what can happen is that our unworthiness comes up, then then comes low self-esteem and a whole parade of other things that are really not favorable. So start with using your voice. And another thing to think about is simply um, uh, making up not just business cards, but maybe even three-by-five cards, having it published, whatever, you know, just the statement of who you are. So taking those steps and acting as if you are already there. Does that make sense? And yeah. I see you I see you breaking through your bubble. Summertime comes up very strong for you. Um, June through August is going to be stronger for you because you're going to experience a shift sometime early to mid-May, and it's going to be a reconnection of you with you where it's like, okay, this is the platform. Because whether things work out with Yolanda or not, the, the beauty of that gift is that if it doesn't work with her, she may know someone else who does. So and as far as that connection goes, this one feels fairly trustworthy. This is someone that would, would either say it's a yes or not sure about that, but I know of someone else who. It's going to be one of those things. And it does come back to you believing in yourself. Again, at the front end, it can feel really scary. And I know you're through some of that, but with this event that's coming up soon, early to mid-May, you're going to have a pretty strong aha moment, and then you're going to be like, okay, I am on the path to freedom. And then that's when the doors will also really start opening up wide for you. Anyway, um, Rebecca, what do you get for her? Okay, well, and thank you, Stephanie. That was, yeah. (laughs) Um, One of the things when Stephanie and I are doing this work is uh, a lot of times it almost feels like we're reading from the same book at the same time, like following along, (laughs) Um, which is, which is a very unique experience. I've never experienced this before. So it's, it's really lovely. Um, but, you know, another thing that I get, I, I feel very good about Yolanda and the opportunity to be working um, with real estate because what I'm seeing as soon as you ask that, uh, I'm actually seeing you basically, uh, look, it looks like you're designing. And so I want to say it looks like you're either staging homes or doing something along those lines, but you are the one who is in charge. And in those environments, that may be the vehicle through which the art is being presented. So I and I definitely see that it opens the door for you, but but that you are you know like directing your own shows of your art. So this is coming for you. This it's it's not even a question. It's already there. So um, 
but yes, real estate feels like a good vehicle. The design element of that, of staging and doing that kind of thing, and then bringing in pieces um, that are your own art, um, that is going to unfold very organically. So it, it, it's like, well, yes, of course it's a logical path. It's like the door, it's like you're on the path. You just have to open the door and go through it. So it, it's as if it's already happening is my impression. Uh, uh-huh. I also feel like as we get to, say, September, I feel the same about the time frame that Stephanie provided uh, with the work situation. I feel like, you know, September in through December and beyond will be an opportunity for you to be doing a lot of the artwork. So, uh, you know, it, you'll be in a position where you have the opportunity and the means to be able to create a lot. So, uh, so that's the season that I see you doing that. Uh, so anyway, it, it feels really exciting. It just, it's like you're on the precipice of this. It's like keep going. Um, ask your gut, what is it telling you? And then keep going with the information that you're getting. So uh, I, I can't wait to see this, honestly. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you both so much. Wow. You're thank welcome. You. Oh, you're so welcome. Thank Looking you, Catherine. Thank you. Yes, I will. Thank you. Many blessings to you there we go. Thank you, you Catherine. That was awesome. And uh, let's round this out with Alia. And uh, Alia, I think I've screwed up your name. I'm so sorry. Alia is also yeah. calling about work. Welcome to the show. You're live with your Sunday Psychics. Hi, Alia. Hi. Um, I was calling about work because right now it's kind of hard for me to, like, to find a place. I've been, like, in hotels. So... I just want to see, like, I just want to know if you see any work for me or, like, okay. at least, like, a place. Okay. All right. So give me just a second here. Okay. Uh, you know, first of all, God bless you because this is a really hard time. And, you know, you're really having a pretty positive attitude about this whole thing. A lot of people would be a lot more devastated being in, this, in the circumstances you are, but you are – you know, every day you still get up and it's like, okay, it's a new day. I can try something new today. And I love that, that you have this perseverance and you have this, you know, kind of this can-do attitude. Like, I'm going to get through this and I'm going to land on my feet. I don't know what it's going to be, but I know I can do this. So I just yeah. really want to want to acknowledge that in you that, you know, that's, it, it takes so much courage to be where you are and to be dealing with this and be facing it with the strength and the, and the, and the bravery that you have. So I just really want to take a moment and acknowledge that first. Um, as far as the work Thank situation, you. Um, you know, my impression is that uh, you like working with people and you're really willing to do pretty much anything right now, uh, which is also really great. But I want to say to you, you know, choose something that you would like to do, something you would prefer. Um, I'm actually immediately seeing, I could see you working with kids. I could see you um, doing stuff like working at a grocery store because, that is something where you get to work with people. If there's not a lot of training, it's something you could go right in and do. Um, so, you know, but working with people is something that you're really good at. You like people. You like being around people. Uh, mm-hmm. I do get that you're a little bit introverted, but you still actually prefer being around people as to being on your own. Uh, and, you know, what I'm getting is that there are some things that you've already kind of looked into this month that will come to fruition. So, 
Uh, I'm hearing that probably through March there's going to be interviewing coming for you. Um, the difficulty is for you to have a stable place so that people can, can reach you and, and you can get where you need to go, and I, I, I see that. So, uh, But I'm hearing more than likely you know, a, a good job for you. I feel like some, maybe some odds and ends here between now and the end of March, but I'm hearing that there is something that will be that will be what you want it to be in April. And I'm seeing that this is a type of position where you are wearing some kind of uniform. So again, it uh, wouldn't surprise me at all. I feel like, you know, grocery store or a store of some sort uh, where you have a uniform that that's coming through as something you could be doing pretty quickly. So for you, it's really about finding something where you have the means to be able to support yourself, and then you can get back on your feet and focus on a career. So, um, and, but I feel like you already have that mindset. So you have the goals. It's just right now you're just taking it a day at a time and just trying to get through. So, you know, God bless you. Things are starting to move. It's just really slow. And hang in there. It's going to get better. It will get better. Thank you. Stephanie? Hi, Alaya. All right. Um, So to not repeat anything that Rebecca said, you know, when you were sharing your story, the first thing that came to mind for me was customer service. And, you know, we have customer service in all platforms, it seems, you know, all fields. That came through as an immediate thing to do. I, I also feel like you're right around the corner from getting something, and it could be as soon as two to three weeks from now. So um, not sure if you've tried the temp agencies. That's one avenue, but for you, I see you. Um, once you set your, pardon me. I heard of a temp agency before. Oh, okay, okay. Um, they would, yeah, it's they would gather your information, figure out what you want to do. Um, but the different temp agencies, they focus on different industries. So some might be warehouse work, some might be office work. So it, you know, it would be a matter of what do they have available on their end. And that could be easily rectified by just simply making a phone call first to ask what type of positions do they place. So that would be a good, a very good thing to do. Um, That's one suggestion. So the going the route of the temp agency could be helpful for you. Um, It's right around 60%. But what I see more so that stands out with you is your level of self-confidence because even though you might feel a little bit shy, perhaps slightly introverted, you also now yeah. have to dig your, dig your feet in and get business done. So I'm seeing whatever this is that comes about in the very immediate future, it is due to your own initiative. You will find it yourself. And that's the kind of person you are. You would just rather do it yourself without a third party. You just want to step yeah. in and get it done. Yes. And so I see something like that. Another thing that comes through, I mean, still along the lines of customer service, what's coming through for me is a furniture store, which is real interesting. So that might be something to look at as well. But I'm seeing you finding and securing something. And so you, you're going to be running this parallel thing where you will find something 
and it's very similar to what Rebecca, you're going to find something for the immediate right now need, yet you're still going to be looking regardless, and you will eventually find something. I feel like it's going to be later this year, um, and there is something about that time period. It's not summertime. It's roughly about between seven to eight months from now where you will be more secure and when I say this, what I'm seeing is like either a city job, a county job, something that is comfortably secure where you'll have benefits, et cetera, where it will take care of you. So that's coming. But you're very determined. I like that. And I like that you operate. You're quiet, but you have a very strong mind. And that really, really, really does support you. And you're very independent. You like yeah. to do things on your own. And you're also very polite and kind to other people. So you don't get up in people's faces whatsoever. You allow others to do for themselves and you are just handling the business of you right now. It's a great place to be. And I know it's hard at this moment in time, but it's going to lighten up here. So that's what I see for you. Thank you so much. Um, I, wanted to, I wanted to ask, like, because me and uh, my aunt got into it. And I was living with her. And you think that we'll, I'll go back to the house to live there at least? I am asking. Oh, okay. Uh, for me, I'm asking what is the percent of likelihood that that may happen? There's a very strong likelihood, between 65 to 70% likely. So one thing I can share with you is that, first of all, we're still within the first 24 hours of a full moon, full moon in Virgo. So the energies of Virgo likes to think and think and think and then think some more. And then they have to think if they thought of everything. And then from there, then disseminate the communication. So with the full moon, we're releasing a lot of energy. We're releasing a lot of angst. So for the time being, um, I don't, I don't know if it's going to be immediately, but it does look like with a communication, one of you is going to finally open the communication. It looks like it's likely, what I'm seeing is 70% likely. Um, altogether, it keeps moving up, actually. So once that's reestablished, and it feels like it may be within the next 24 to 48 hours, especially after we get through this initial, the full moon energies really triggers a lot of people for stuff to come up. And so it's three days before and then three days after. We essentially have a whole week. So right now we've got about um, two and a half, three more days of the more intense energies going on. So, but you two mm -hmm. are going to have a conversation, definitely. Yeah, and I agree with that. I, I also get that you are going to end up back there. It's just, it just is going to take a little, you know, it's going to take a little bit more time, but I definitely see you back there as well. So. Aaliyah, thank you very much for your okay. call. We appreciate that and keep us posted. We're going to uh, change gears here and um, shift to love. And our next caller is Suzanne. You're live with your Sunday Psychics, Rebecca and Stephanie. Go ahead, please. Yes, hello. Hi, 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 I'm just asking, um, I'll have a job interview tomorrow, and also I'm seeing when you see a significant other coming in. Okay. Rebecca, would Stephanie, you like to take a go? Oh, you want me to go? Okay, oh, I'll, I'll take this one. Okay. <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> okay. Um, okay. Uh, all right. So give me just one second here. Um, the job interview feels good. I could tell you're really nervous about this, but, you know, remember that you're also interviewing them. So remember, bring your power back. But I feel like there's a lot of really good nervous excitement about this one. It feels really good to me. Um, so, you know, but as far as the relationship, you know, I'm hearing August. And I want to say that there's some things that really need to be sorted out with, with what happened with the last relationship. But there's still, you know, I feel like you've still kind of gone back and forth on energy with that one. Um, and it's really, really important that you clear whatever residual energy was there. So if you want to bring somebody new into your life, you have to really be willing to release that, that other relationship. You know, if we have heartache in our heart, it's hard to allow love and joy in when, when we're still looking at the heartache from that. And I feel like there is still some residual heartache from that relationship. I also feel like you're in a position right now where you're starting to look at it and, and, and ask yourself, what do I need to learn from this? And what are the mistakes that were made here? And how do I want my, my next relationship to be different and better? So it is like you're, you're coming into a better place of clarity from this and you're asking to learn what it is you were supposed to have learned in this. And that's a beautiful place to be. But whatever heartache or whatever um, sadness and disappointment is still there, give yourself an opportunity to express those emotions and release them because it's from that place of surrendering and allowing and releasing that you can come back to this place of being open to really having what you'd like to have in your life and getting clear about what it is that you really want. So, you know, there's a lot coming up for you really around self-love because you're in this position right now where you're going to go interview for a job that, you know, make sure it's the right thing that you want too. I always tell people you are interviewing them as much as they are interviewing you. You're going to be investing a great deal of your waking hours at this place. So make sure it's something that you want. But this does feel good and it does feel exciting. It feels like it's in alignment with what you really want to be doing with your work and career situation. Uh, and, you know, again, just reiterating on the relationship, uh, coming back to that place of knowing that you do get to have what you want, you have to come from a place of releasing what didn't work and, and, and coming back to that place of self-love. And in that place, the right person will show up. So some, some good changes for you coming really quickly. Uh, and as far as relationship, I'm hearing by the fall, I'm hearing probably September, October, it feels like you'll be in relationship. So, uh, you know, good luck tomorrow, but that it feels good. And it feels like you could be starting, you know, again, I hear mm, probably by April at the latest is what comes up. Could be mid-March to, to the beginning of April is my impression with your, with your career stuff. So uh, anyway, uh, Stephanie? Yes. Hi. Okay. Um, first of all, I too feel the nervous jitters for tomorrow's interview. I feel like it will go well. It feels like it will go to a second level and then a third level. So the timeline that Rebecca is seeing of possibly late March, even early April. And when I say early April, I'm literally talking about April 1st, 2nd, 3rd, somewhere between the 1st and the 5th of April. Um, where you hear like final confirmation of yes, this is it. Um, in terms of love and also kind of sort of revisiting some of what Rebecca just shared, um, releasing the past. Again, if 
you had opportunity to listen earlier in the show, one thing that both of us do encourage folks to do is to write down what was going on. Because I think part of when we still have hurt from a relationship that is now left over, there's a part of that that still remains within us. And it remains within us because, first of all, we're choosing to allow it, whether we want to acknowledge that or not. And secondly, that person really was a part of us for a while. So it would be a letter of thanking that person for whatever, for, you know, bringing about the energy of love, for experiencing it, whatever the things were, and then also releasing that which didn't serve you. This would be a very positive thing to do right now, particularly under this full moon. Um, This is, uh, you know, with the new moon, we have the first night of the new moon, which is magical. It's about creating. This is the first night of the full moon. So tonight would be a very good time to write down those aspects of what do I wish to honor about what the relationship was and what do I wish to release and then tear it up. If you tear it up, please do so outside or you can burn it and flush it down the toilet, whatever works for you. So just making sure that those residual energies are released, that's really important. Um, And then with the work, the work will come sooner than you think. Like Rebecca, I do see things happening super fast. The relationship will come, but the relationship's going to come at a time when you are in this next place of employment, whatever that's going to be, and you're feeling really good about yourself and you're feeling empowered. The confidence is back. The self-esteem is coming up. And that's going to be that energy that attracts and draws in the next partner that you're going to have, the next relationship. So the stronger you feel, and, you know, you're very strong-minded. Once you decide to do something, it's pretty much a done deal. Now it's just launching that plan into action. You're really good at that. So remember, you are also an excellent manifester. So rather than looking at, okay, these ickies happened, I'm really unhappy, it's like I was sharing with a different caller earlier, write write down each day for seven days five things that are working. What is working right now in your life? What is working? Well, I have a job interview. I have a possibility. Um, I have coffee for the coffee pot, whatever the case might be. That will help you to redirect, reshift your energies back into the positive. And it's going to be that energy that then draws in a new person much sooner than later. So hang on for the ride. That's what comes through for you. All right. Well, thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you, Suzanne. Okay. Okay. And our next caller is Amala, and Amala is also calling about love. You're live with your Sunday psychics, Rebecca and Stephanie. Go ahead, Amala. Hi, how are you? Great. How are you doing? Doing good. Um, so I have a specific question. I think it's just, it's back and forth with this person because I think it's this twin flame business. And so I'm just wondering it's every time I'm doing all this stuff to get, you know, doing actually your homework and he comes up again and it's in, it's in my psyche and it's in my heart. And I just was wondering what you see for this person, it working out, him committing or anything you've got. (laughs) That's a good one. Rebecca, do you mind if I start? 
No, I go go right ahead. Okay. Um, Amala, twin flame energies are very interesting, just as you said. When we are in that twin flame experience, we are seeing a mirror of ourselves in the other person. And so right. we have two mirrors talking with each other. Okay, it sounds like sounds like you're familiar with that. Um, yes. It can feel like a lot of work. And yes. there is an energy, you know, we saw the twin flame bell curve come up about 10, 12 years ago. And now, okay. it, now we're kind of on the downside of the bell curve. So just historically speaking, um, I'm asking what is the likelihood of the two of you you know, there's definitely a lot of love there. Um, there's a strong likelihood of 80%. And with a twin flame relationship, one aspect of it, it's like dying a little bit in a sense because we're releasing what's not serving yeah. us anymore. And the exactly. vulnerability goes absolutely yeah. through the roof. And I have this, the chills very strongly on this. So, <laughs> one, yes, so... You understand what you're in for and then just what's really, really, really important with Twin Flames in particular is to just be. Just be in your moment. Be present right here, right now. Because then, things can change. Yes. And Stephanie, we've and, got about a minute left. So, And oh, the okay. time has just gotten so exciting tonight. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Well, so I see 80% likelihood. Rebecca, what do you see? Uh, you know, I just feel like you have to decide, you know, what do you want this to actually become? And, and it's, it really is about your intention and it is about you coming into this place of self-love because when you elevate your own vibration, the twin flame energy gives that other person an opportunity to elevate their own or to fall away so that they can discover that within themselves. So, you know, it's, it really is about pulling back your energy for yourself and setting your own intention. And I'm really sorry we have to cut this so short because we're, we're running out of time for the show. But thanks for the question, and let us know how you're doing. Okay, ladies. Okay, well, thank you, Stephanie, this has been awesome. Thank you, Garrett. Thank you so much, everybody. Um, if you'd like to listen to the replay, if you missed anything, you can find the show on iTunes. You can just click on the show link. Stephanie's website is whitelight.love. Mine is rebeccafisk.com. And uh, we'll and be here night. again next week. Again, good night. Have a great week. Good night.